This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The roster of the Senate Ag Committee is now final. As expected, Michigan Democrat Debbie Stabenow will take the chairmanship of the panel, with Arkansas Republican John Bozeman leading the GOP efforts. Three new Democrats are joining the committee, Ben Ray Lujan of New Mexico, Raphael Warnock of Georgia, and Cory Booker of New Jersey. Booker has introduced farm policy legislation before, mainly in the vein of addressing consolidation in the industry and reforming checkoff programs. Two new Republicans are also joining the panel, Kansas Republican Roger Marshall and Alabama Republican Tommy Tuberville. Marshall's farm policy experience includes two terms on the House Agriculture Committee. Tuberville is new to public office and spent his professional career as a college football coach, but won the endorsement of the Alabama Farm Bureau affiliate during the GOP primary race against former Senator and Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Phil Brasher has more on the new roster in his story on agripulse.com. By all accounts, Michael Regan's Senate confirmation hearing yesterday went well, and he's on a path to confirmation. But some members still need a little time to determine whether or not they'll vote to make him the next EPA administrator. Ben Nully talks to one of those senators and has more. Republican Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa says she wants to know more about Environmental Protection Agency nominee Michael Regan's plans on the waters of the U.S. definition. I understand that he's in a position right now where he will have to visit with counsel. He'll have to involve stakeholders. So while I appreciate that, I just know that the um, pushback that we've had from farmers and ranchers and people in business and industry concerned about reversing and going back to the Obama-era rules. Ernst fought to repeal the Obama-era WOTUS definition. She also says she appreciates Regan wanting to involve all stakeholders on renewable fuel standards, small refinery exemptions. There is a law in place. We want to uphold the current law. We want to further grow that. So in the meantime, he, he said he would commit to following the letter of the law. But beyond 2022, we need to make sure that we're continuing to grow this industry. Ernst says she recognizes several ag organizations support Regan, but wants to hear from her constituents before she decides how to vote. She serves on the Environment and Public Works Committee. A vote to advance Regan out of committee has not yet been scheduled. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. By the way, a Senate vote process over a budget reconciliation measure will include an effort to put members on the record on the Waters of the U.S. rule. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more on that and other Votorama developments key to farm policy. Finally today, as the Biden administration and private companies consider the possibility of carbon sequestration payments for producers, a California Republican says there are a number of things that need to be taken into account. In addition to being a member of Congress, David Valadeo is also a dairy farmer. He says he's open to the idea of paying farmers for their climate change mitigation efforts, but global competitiveness needs to be kept in mind. At the end of the day, we all want to live in an environment with clean air and clean water. And so I support the ultimate goals of, of what they want. I think we're on the same page on that. But as far as markets playing a role in agriculture and, and in a lot of ways actually holding us back and putting us at a competitive disadvantage, because trade is a big part of agriculture and making sure that we're competitive on a world stage is a huge part of that. Within the U.S., Valadeo says regional factors will need to be given plenty of attention. We have to make sure that the administration understands that our regions are different, not just because of different zip codes, but 
soil types, climate, just the natural environment, the amount of water, all those things play a role in it. And so forcing us into a box that there's no way we'll ever be able to survive is obviously bad policy for agriculture. And I hope to have a good conversation with the incoming secretary about that. There's more from Valadeo, including his thoughts on dairy, immigration, and California water policy in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. In 2020, the Farm Bureau family gave $5.4 million and 1.4 million pounds of food to food banks, food pantries, and pandemic relief programs while growing food that feeds America. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.